So this afternoon what we're going to be doing is we're going to be looking for CF9. She's a female cheetah. She's the newest genetics in Manyoni, um, female genetics. They've also introduced some males recently. The reason we are recoloring her is the fact that because she is some of the new genetics, we are trying to monitor um, her success rate. So how successful she is being in a new habitat as well as how successful she becomes as a, as a new mom. She is still quite a young cheetah, so we are also monitoring her breeding success as well. This also is twofold. The colours obviously also help us pick up on if they disperse from the confines of the reserve. So that's what we'll be doing today. We'll be putting on a new colour for her so that our monitoring teams can um, monitor quite frequently to just pick up on her success. As well as if there are any injuries or snaring, we can then react quite quickly and ensure that she's safe. So basically what we are going to do is we are, as you can see, those colours are a little bit old, a little bit frayed. Um, it's about two and a half years old, so it is quite an old colour. So we're going to be replacing it with um, a new colour. Um, we are just using what we call a VHF. So there's a, quite a few um, colours that we use. Um, we use GPS, satellite colours, um, but today we're just going to be using a standard VHF. What VHF means is very high frequency, so it essentially uses the same frequency your radios use. So basically, if you think about when you change the radio station, there's an actual radio frequency. So each color has an actual radio frequency. Um, and this then transmits, you heard the beep earlier, and that will then transmit to the, the receiver. The closer we get, the louder it will get. But how do you feel about collaring animals? Um, 
So we obviously don't want to put collars onto these creatures and we don't want to remove the horns from rhino. Um, but we've worked out that that's essential for their conservation. We need to be able to track these endangered species, understand them as a species, understand their movements, what they feed on, who they're mating with, um, what problems they encounter so that we can mitigate those problems and um, work out the reasons for previous decline um, and then change management or inform make informed management decisions. Um, so we don't want to be doing this to these guys, but you know because it you know we don't want to influence their natural behaviour in any kind of way. But we found that this is the most um, effective way of keeping them safe. We don't have a pure antidote for this particular drugs, the, these set of drugs that we've got here. We can reverse one of them, the other two have to wear off. So we usually wait around about 40-45 minutes before we put the antidote in for the one drug. And then it takes them about 15 to 20 minutes usually to, to wake up and then they're quite wobbly. Now you can see where the sun is now, alright? Our worry is that you don't want to leave a cheetah wobbly at night time with lions around and things like that. So I want to wake her up as quick as possible now, get her back to her cubs so that she can get them somewhere safe tonight. Okay, we've done what we needed to. We've got a collar on. Um, I'm happy with the fact that it's a good three, four finger fit. Okay, which is exactly like the other collar felt. So how do the cubs react to this? What do they do? They've been very relaxed, as you saw. They just sat, I mean, they're sitting right over there. You can hear them contact calling. So what we'll do, I mean, they're very relaxed. They aren't gonna go too far from their mum. And they're obviously feeling, they aren't feeling too threatened, which is fantastic. It's exactly what we want. That's why we're being quiet and not making, you know, moving around too much. Um, when she's ready, we'll reverse her and move off. And if they don't come straight in, then we'll just play a little, a little chirping sound, just draw them back to her, and then they'll sit and wait until she's up in time. But they are, oh, they're reacting very nicely. And these cubs are three months old. I'm not sure how old they are. They look about, they look about two months. Wow. Just tiny, teeny tiny. They still look like honey badgers. They still got that white mantle on the back. So, is there a time limit on? How long she can be asleep? So ideally we want to wake her up, uh, we don't want to keep her under for more than 40 minutes, 40-50 minutes. Um, we need to get her up and active as quickly as possible, which we, we're doing now, so that's fine. 